Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, March 15th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got report cards for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy are doing so far this Congress. Number two, Goldman Sachs has its latest predictions on the economy. Hint, hint, could be a good sign for Democrats. And number three, we had New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman, who's covered New York politics for decades, on our Look Ahead show last night. We covered a lot of ground on New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who's entrenched in multiple scandals at the moment. All right, Jake, let's talk about Speaker Nancy Pelosi, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. We basically are a couple of months into this new Congress looking at how they are doing. Let's start with Nancy Pelosi. Positives, negatives, where is she at? Yeah, listen, I think Pelosi has expanded her power base and expanded it is is flexing her power more than ever before. I think that's undoubtable. I mean, she's seen her. We get into this a lot more in the newsletter, so you should subscribe at punchbowl.news. But I I will just say that she's she is uh, positioned herself and and uh, as the uh, the one person wrecking crew, so to speak, the one person power center trying to protect the capital as a physical institution and um, uh, keep people safe. Uh, she also listen, she just got through a, a, a very large stimulus package for Joe Biden. She only lost one vote. That's very, very, very impressive. Um, but she, you know, I would say as a a general proposition, we're seeing Pelosi as a power figure like never before. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, clearly best moment so far. $1.9 trillion American rescue plan. She's got a five-seat majority. As you note, only one Democrat, you know, didn't vote with them, which is pretty incredible. I think she's also had some bad moments. Listen, she's 81 years old. She, a lot of people wonder, you know, whether she'll, you know, run again or not. I think what she has solidified is the fact that she's going to do whatever she wants to do and Democrats will probably follow her. Worst moment, she had a couple awkward occasions so far this Congress when she suggested, you know, the enemy is within the House of Representatives during a press conference in late January, although there's been no proof, at least publicly, that any Republican lawmakers aided the January 6th rioters. Uh, She also had that 9-11 commission where she wanted to come, you know, kind of put forward that they were going to do this kind of after action deep dive report, but it was too partisan and has kind of fell apart because they weren't able to come to any kind of agreement. Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kevin McCarthy. uh, This is his third year as the top House Republican at 56 years old. Republicans are have had a lot of drama. Where do you see him shaking out? Because I think it's kind of been uh, some ups and downs for Kevin McCarthy, to say the least. Yeah, uh, kind of like the elevator business. Lots of ups, lots of downs. Uh, listen, he's... Uh, he's not in any immediate mortal danger. His his uh, leadership slot, that is, uh, all of his allies are all of his rivals are now his allies. Um, but he has a tough role in being kind of uh, Trump's guy on Capitol Hill, uh, and he's a minority leader. I mean, listen, he, all he has to do at this point is sit back and. Um, wait for for Democrats to do something and he he reacts and he's somebody who is you know he has his his eye on election day 2022 and that's it he he doesn't have to govern um he he I would say the upside here is he helps save 
Liz Cheney. His Liz Cheney's people hate hearing that, but they uh, Kevin uh, did. He did. He he came to Liz Cheney's uh, defense when she was about to lose her leadership position, and I think that is what you know. That was probably his high point. Yeah, I d- definitely interesting to me the the kind of shaky relationship. He helped save her, and then has kind of pulled back some of that. Um, you know, kind of they've they've been in at odds or crosshairs on, on a couple of things going forward. I also think, you know, he's had some cringeworthy moments, right? Reading out loud, uh, Doctor Seuss to kind of show that he's against cancel culture. Some of these kind of mimic uh, these things that are kind of gimmicks, I guess. Um, seem to me a little bit. Uh, childish, but you know, it seems to play to his base. And certainly when he looks at where the House Republican conference is in terms of the very support supportive of Trump and a lot of that that theatrics that come with Donald Trump certainly solidifies his base there. All right, let's turn to the number two story. Goldman Sachs says the economy will grow eight percent this year. That's I mean, a pretty good news category for House and Senate Democrats. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the um, the Goldman note has um, has all the right numbers for for Democrats at this point. And, and if you're a Democrat right now and you see that note, which we detailed this morning, um, you're feeling pretty good. I mean, a two trillion dollar stimulus will do that for you. Right. I mean, that's the that's the big thing here is that it's a uh, the two trillion dollar stimulus has boosted the economy. They anticipate that unemployment will shrink as well. So, you know, put this in, as you said, the good news category for Democrats going into 2022. And the number three story of the day for us, which we've all been watching closely, is what is the future for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo? We had New York Times uh, reporter Maggie Haberman, a good friend of both of ours on our Punchbowl News Sunday Look Ahead show. She's covered New York politics for a long time, covered Cuomo specifically. You know, it's there's the Post has a story out this morning, too. And the news just keeps getting worse for Cuomo, right? Right. It's this double track of harassment allegations of impropriety in the workplace. But then also the Post has a story detailing more about how his vaccines are was pressuring, you know, calling up people around where they were with with the governor. And it's pretty astounding to me the number of kind of continued mistakes they keep making. Yeah, it, it's astounding to me as well. I don't really understand, um, you know, but listen, I will say this. This is super interesting to me, but the power of the congressional delegation all basically coming out and saying he's got to go and now he's not going. <laughs> so although it, Hakeem kind of Jeffries to- has I mean, they've been some a little bit more circumspect, don't you think, than than maybe, uh, you know, when you look at Al Franken, you know, calls to resign. I mean, that was a resounding number of of people coming forward i think people have been pretty hesitant including joe biden frankly yeah biden said he wants to see the um he said yesterday getting off of marine one he wants to see what the investigation turns up which has been the position of some democrats so far um but you know we had chuck schumer and kirsten kirsten gillibrand come out and say uh he's gotta go and that kind of fell on deaf ears it's gonna be something to watch that is for sure all right well thanks so much for listening and starting your week with us hit that subscribe button leave us a rating and review you can also subscribe to punchbowl news at punchbowl.news have a great day and stay safe